Thanks for joining us and welcome to Activate Your Health. I'm Josh. And I'm Kayla. And we're back again to discuss all things health here in Allen County. From the fun to the serious, we discuss health-related issues that affect the people that live, learn, work, worship, and play here in our county. So thanks for joining us on what is hopefully a warm and sunny February day here in Lima, Ohio. Yes, um, they were recording this. It is sunny, but not warm. No. So, so hopefully that changes quickly as we're kind of drudging through winter here. But we do have a great episode planned today. So thanks for joining us. And we'll be discussing first some tips to stay active during these colder months. And then we'll be joined by Mark and Elisa from The Lab talking about some upcoming events at their location and kind of what they've been doing. If you have not heard of what the lab is and how they're working in our community to promote health and also the arts, we would love to have you listen to them. And then we'll wrap up our segment on some upcoming events as we always do in the region. So we're excited to start talking today first about you know, it's cold out, Josh, and it's winter, and we kind of were, went through December. We didn't have any snow. We kind of had some mild temperatures. We were thinking maybe we're going to get through, but now, as we look outside, we are cold and we have snow, so the winter blues start to kind of creep in on us. So today, we wanted to spend a little bit of time talking about keeping active even when it's cold. Because there's no reason that we take a physical activity break when it gets cold. It's not like we get sick by going outside. If you're protecting yourself, wearing hats, gloves, things like that, being outside, being active actually brings some distinct advantages to warmer weather activity. So one tip to keep in mind is that there's no heat or humidity to deal with. So that winter's chill could even make us feel more awake or invigorated when we're outside being active. You actually may be able to work out a little longer, too, in colder weather. So you can burn more calories in that same amount of time. And then lastly, it's a great way to take in sunlight, like we said, in small doses, because we need that vitamin D. Mm -hmm. And like you said, Kayla, we're trapped inside here in Ohio in these colder temperatures. So it's important to get outside and try to at least be active. Get that vitamin D, promote your mental health that way, too, because it does kind of weight off some of the depression, some of those signs of kind of just being in the house and not getting out. And you can really tell when you need that vitamin D, we need that sunlight to really boost our energy and to boost our spirits. And you kind of mentioned getting the flu and things that we sometimes say, oh, we were outside, so we got sick. And like you mentioned, that's really not true. We can be going outside. It does actually help us prevent some bacterial and viral infections by going outside. You can boost your immunity a little bit during the cold and flu season by heading outdoors, doing a few activities such as brisk walking, jogging, running, shoveling snow, ice skating, sledding, cross-country skiing, snowshoeing. Those are all great things that you can do outside. Of course, you do need to practice safe habits in terms of staying warm while you're outside. Yeah, you know, and like Kayla said, we want people to go outside, but we want them to be safe. We can exert ourselves too much by going out and shoveling snow. If we haven't been used to a lot of physical activity, it can actually elevate your risk for heart attack and things like strokes. So make sure you're being safe and don't overexert yourself because sometimes that colder temperature may prevent you from realizing that you're overheating or overdoing it. So make sure you're not overdoing it. And if you are showing signs of exhaustion, of having a heart attack or stroke, make sure you take those things seriously. Go inside and get yourself checked out. But we, like we also said, we want to keep you safe from the cold temperatures and prevent things like hypothermia and frostbite. This type of the year, as we're recording, is in the negatives, wind chill factor. So it is very frigid outside. And if you get wet, having layers of clothes is important so you can take off 
those wet layers, but still have other layers that can trap heat in between them and form insulation from the elements. We want to resist your instinct to start layering with cotton because cotton becomes wet with snow. The moisture is trapped and it actually makes us feel colder. So for that first layer, you may want something that pulls moisture away from your skin, like a moisture wicking fabrics used in high performance sportswear. Next, add that layer of fleece and then finally add a thin waterproof layer on top of that so you're not getting wet, trapping that moisture in there and actually making yourself even colder. What are those signs for hypothermia? Hypothermia means that our body temperature dips below 35 degrees Celsius or 95 degrees Fahrenheit and our body can't produce enough energy to keep the internal temperature warm enough and it can actually kill you. Mm -hmm. Very serious, yeah. Very serious to understand what hypothermia is. And then also that children and elderly are more at risk because they are unable to really communicate some of those symptoms to us. But things that we can look for, lack of coordination, mental confusion, slowed reactions, slurred speech, cold hands and feet, shivering and sleepiness. Those all may be signs of hypothermia. So just make sure that you're keeping an eye, especially on our older population and our younger population, as we still want to be outdoors, but again, doing that safely. Also, hydration is a huge concern during this time of year. We don't really feel as thirsty when we're not sweating or we're not feeling the heat of the outdoors without those humid temperatures. Sometimes our body is not triggering, saying that it's as thirsty as it normally would be, but still hydration is super important even in the winter. So don't forget to drink water. When you're exercising, even if you're chilly and thirst isn't always an indicator when you need to drink. So we know that really comes alive in the winter because we aren't really as thirsty in the winter, but water is still super important to our bodies. Yeah. When you're out there in that cold weather moving around, you're not going to be feeling that heat. So you're not going to realize that you are sweating and possibly dehydrating yourself. The last thing that we really want to mention is that if the weather does prevent you from getting outside, just don't turn on Netflix, grab the remote. Make your time inside count. There are so many ways to be physically active inside with no gym membership required. You can get some low cost exercise equipment like hand weights, stretch bands that can help, but they're really not necessary. You can use things around your house that can be substituted as dumbbells. Big cans of fruits and vegetables have often been used as a substitute, but you can wear a heavy backpack to add intensity to your workout. There's a plethora of YouTube videos and exercise routines that you can do from the comfort of your home online. There's some other tips though that I think we can advise you to try. First one I would say is create a home workout circuit. So create three or four stations that you rotate through, maybe one can be as simple as push-up station. One can be a jumping jack station. One sit-ups. And the third one can be running in place. Something as simple as that can really get you moving and varying your home workout. You can also jazz up your vacuuming, sleeping, or dusting by putting on some music. Dancing or moving a little bit differently while you're sleeping and dusting can make it a little bit more exciting and plus get some additional calories burnt during those activities. If you love to shop, you can count mall walking as a form of exercise, getting out and being able to walk around. Bowling and roller skating are also two other indoor activities that are exercise related. They do burn calories. Mm -hmm. They are active. So those are things that you could enjoy with your family while also remaining active indoors. And then lastly, we have a lot of wonderful gyms and fitness clubs here in our region. They offer a lot of wonderful classes, some of which are included in your membership, and a lot of them are low cost. So it is a great way to provide yourself some motivation by joining a fitness class or group at a local gym, studio, or community center. 
at the end of the day, it's just about fitting in your fitness yeah. where you can because we're busy. Yeah. The winter is an obstacle sometimes for folks to be active. So the recommendation for the American Heart Association is that we get at least 150 minutes of aerobic exercise per week. And that's just a minimum recommendation. So if we can start with that, great. And then push ourselves to keep improving and increasing those minutes per week. Uh, you'll be a healthier person and I promise you, you'll feel better. Yes. And you'll be more excited for the spring to come because you've kept yourself active during the winter. You're not feeling lazy and you're not feeling blue. You're excited for the new weather to come and be able to get back outside and jump right back into what you love to do about the spring and summer, but you've been keeping it up all winter long. So we really do want you to not take the winter off. It is challenging. We know it because we <laughs> didn't want to leave our homes this morning because it was so <laughs> cold out, but it is really beneficial to our heart, to our mind. And we really do want you guys to get out and enjoy the winter weather. Once again, get out there, be active. And you're here with Activate Your Health. And now it's time to chat with this month's guests. Today, we're joined in the studio by Mark Boker from Alter Ego Comics and Elisa McFerrin from Purple Feet Wine Boutique. Welcome, folks. How are you doing today? Fantastic, Josh. How are you? Well, I know you guys have a lot of things going on, but before we kind of talk about legacy arts and the work that you guys are doing in that area, let's talk a little bit about your businesses, you know, Alter Ego Comics, Purple Feet Winery. We got a new business. We've got an established business. What are you guys trying to do in that building? And what does your company offer to our community? Alter Ego has been around downtown since 2005. So we've been here a while. We've been around the block literally a few times. We were <laughs> over on Elizabeth Street. We've been on our Main Street location since 2009. Last year or so, we decided to invite some of our friends in with their businesses and create, you know, basically a, a place where people could come and experience niche retail live entertainment, all kinds of fun stuff. And we formed this nonprofit group called Legacy Arts. And I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but it makes sense to do it here. Legacy Arts was formed to kind of foster the growth of local entrepreneurs and artists, whether that's music or visual art, performing art, any of that stuff. So our main event that we do right now to support that is the Legacy Arts Street Party, which is usually held in August every year. Last year, we did it right on Main Street in the 200 block of Main Street. We had three touring bands on a made stage. We had a band on a side stage. We had about 20 vendors set up in the street, food trucks. It was a fantastic time. And we'll be doing that again later this year, too. And our goal is to be able to offer some sort of grant or scholarship to those local entrepreneurs and artists to help them reach their goals. So we'll be doing different things throughout the year to try and generate some money for that. And it made sense to try and have us all in the same building. And my wife Angie and I own the building at 230 North Main Street, and we kind of invited people in to do their thing and called it the Legacy Arts Building. So Alter Ego Comics is there, and that's where we sell comic books and board games and pop culture collectibles. And we're actually sharing space with one of the new businesses, Purple Feet Wine Boutique. That's right, Mark. My name is Elisa McFerrin. We had the opportunity to share space with Mark, and we opened a boutique wine shop, but we also have craft beer, a lot of stuff from Ohio, and we have spirits. We focus on bourbon, so we try to do some really cool things around that, like bourbon dinners. We have one this Thursday. We're always going to have a, some sort of dinner or event the last Thursday of the month, uh, Mead. There's a meadery coming mm. to come hang out with us and do a mead mingle in, I think, April. And then one of our craft beer breweries is going to come to a brewery dinner. So I get the pleasure and honor of making food for all these things in the live space and doing these events in the live space, which Mark and Angie have provided for us to use it as a multi-use 
great, fantastic space with a garage door and a park outside. So as it gets warmer, we're just going to do more cool stuff. We have a bourbon steward that usually works on Friday and Saturday. He's super knowledgeable. Melanie is usually at the shop, and she's your craft beer girl and your wine gal. And then I'm usually making sweets and boozy chocolates and things like that. I'm using the Civic Center Kitchen. It's just a really cool place to come and hang out with some really interesting people with the comic book shop there and just the collective energies yeah. <laughs> of some really interesting uh, cats. Well, Can you take me back a second? You said something about a bourbon. What did you say? Bourbon dinner. We're doing a bourbon tomorrow. We're actually doing a bourbon dinner tomorrow, which is, um, what, the 27th of January. And in February, we're going to have a wine dinner at the last Thursday. And then March, we're going to have the craft beer and also a mead mingle. So there's always going to be something on the books for us to work with Mark's space in the back. And then there's things like Geek Trivia, like every other month, which is a total ball. I mean, it's, yeah. So you have a lot of things going on. I was more particular asking, you have like a bourbon expert on hand that can guide folks through tastings. What was that title again that you called them? Bourbon Steward. Steward. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, So that's. His name is Lee. That's great. I did not. His name is Stuart. (laughs) Stuart named Stuart. That would be perfect. No, I have so many friends that travel to Kentucky for that type of experience. Um, Absolutely. So my ears just kind of perked up when I heard that because I didn't know you guys offered that. Very passionate. Yeah. Very, very passionate. (laughs) Friday and Saturdays, you said? Um, he's usually there. Yeah, he has a, um, a nine to five job. So he'll come Friday night and then he's usually there on Saturdays. And he loves to talk all things bourbon. Yeah. So, yeah, he'll well, walk you through. If you're a beginner, he'll walk you through and try to move you up the uh, bourbon ladder. Drop my husband off there so he can yeah. talk to somebody else besides me about that topic. Yeah. So that'd be fantastic Absolutely. for me and for him. So. Yeah, and I got to say, I was not a bourbon drinker when Purple Feet moved in. I was a craft beer guy. And Lee got me on. To, he's he's walking me through the different phases of becoming Baby a bourbon steps, drinker. Huh? Yes, and and he's great about it. You know, he he'll ask the right questions, and they even had uh, they'll do some flights, and they have like a place where you can write down the different notes that you're tasting. And he takes it very seriously. He's a very cool guy, very funny guy, but he takes it very seriously. And one hundred percent truth, Purple Feet has the best bourbon selection in Allen County. I would say. I mean, they have so many different types of bourbon. It's it's crazy. That's great. That's great. Um, We're always adding. Yes. And that's, I mean, I think that's something, a niche in in our community Mm -hmm. that we have not filled yet. So it's really great to hear about that. So who else? We know we have Alter Ego. We have Purple Feet. What else is happening in that space? Who else are your partners and things like that? Are we going to talk about the health benefits of bourbon? Well, we, we will talk about <laughs> the health benefits of <laughs> relaxing, dancing, enjoying fellowship yes, with yes. community members. So the other members of Legacy Arts that are in the Legacy Arts building with us are Legacy Sound Studio, Now Marketing Group, Purple Feet Wine Boutique, Alter Ego Comics, and Live at the Lab, which is our new event space. It's in the rear of the building, connected to Purple Feet and to Alter Ego, but also able to be separated. And as Elisa said earlier, there's a beautiful glass garage door that we can open up onto the park next door, the Casa Volunteer Park, which is it's just a fantastic place to hang out when the weather's nice. And we'll have live music. We've got a comedy show, actually two comedy shows coming up next weekend, the first weekend in February. They're both sold out. Sorry. But we do have another comedy group coming through first Saturday in April, and we've got a record release party for local musician, singer-songwriter Jasmine Gore. Well, she was local, but now she's moved on to the big times up in New York, New Jersey area. We're doing that on February 26th, and tickets are still available for that. And basically, you can go to uh, thelablima.com, and you'll see all of our upcoming live events in the space. 
And the best place to get information about all of our businesses and what we're doing is LegacyArtsOhio.com. There'll be links to all of our member businesses. And I should say the Meeting Place on Market is also a member, even though they're not in the same physical space as we are. Jennifer Brogy and her team over there, she's a founding member of Legacy Arts. So that's one of the neat things about the organization is that as we grow and as more people hear about it, we're hoping to get more people involved that may not be on site with us in the legacy arts building. So there's no, there are no boundaries to this, but it's nice to have a group of five of us under one roof so that we can brainstorm together and and work on upcoming projects pretty easily. Yeah. And a lot of synergy, I'm assuming having all those brain trusts all in the same building, working on these projects. I think it's great. I'd encourage people to stop down. What's the address? Uh, It's 230 North Main Street. It's just about a half block south of the courthouse, north of where we're standing now at Wolf Boom. So yeah, right in the heart of downtown Lima. And we're so optimistic about everything that's going on downtown. Get in touch with what they're doing because things are selling out quickly. I think the bourbon dinners sell out relatively quickly as well. The comedy shows are selling out for February. So yeah, we want you to get involved, get your tickets and get things Get yourself involved as soon as possible and don't wait till it's too late because, like I said, things have been selling out. I've been seeing the bourbon dinners selling out because we have an interested in those in, in my house as well. So you need to get in the train here, get on social media, follow them, and more importantly, stop in and see how the space looks. It looks amazing inside and see what's going on physically as you enter that space as well. We'd love to have you. Absolutely. We're there, what? Five days a week. <laughs> Come down and, and check out everything going on in the Legacy Arts Building. We'd be happy to have you. Well, hey, thanks, Mark. Thanks, Elisa, for giving us some time today. And we encourage everyone to stop on down and check out the work that they're doing. Thanks a lot. Have a great day, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. You are here with Activate Your Health. Thank you to Mark and Elisa for coming in and joining us today. Now we are going to be talking about upcoming events as we do to end every show, talking about all the great things that are happening in and around Lima. We have, first of all, our community gardening. So although it's February, you might not be thinking about spring yet. We are registering folks for our community gardens. We have two great locations, South Jackson Community Gardens and also the Spring Street Gardens, which are located on the corner of Spring and Collette. Those are run by LACNIP. So we are partnering with LACNIP this year to get those community gardens up and going. So we encourage you to hop on Activate's social media page, our Facebook page, or you can hop on LACNIP social media page and you can find applications for reservations for your plot for next season. Or you can go in person to the LACNIP Center, which is on Spring Street there, and you can get a paper application. But we do encourage you to think spring and think about community gardening as a great way to get outside, enjoy some nature, enjoy some fresh produce, and more importantly, enjoy creating that produce by yourself and actually seeing from seed to harvest how that actually happens in a great place for your family as well. So we really do encourage you to think about community gardening this spring. Yeah, I'm thinking about it already. I mean, I don't know. (laughs) You don't have to encourage me to think about spring. I'm already daydreaming. You know, there's a couple other upcoming events that are real great. A Night at the Races 2022 is scheduled at LCC for February 5th at 7 p.m. If you've never attended one of those events, it's a real great way to help fundraise for LCC, but also have a lot of fun gambling on some horse races. The YMCA has their father-daughter dance also on February 5th at 7 p.m. That's a great event for fathers and daughters. The YMCA does a great job putting on that event. And we also are looking at Johnny Appleseed Metro Park. They always are doing some great things. They have a homeschool fun activity on February 11th at 1 o'clock, and that's at Ottawa Metro Park. As we think towards the end of February, they also have a Searching for Signs of Spring, and that's at Kendrick Woods, and that's at 1 o'clock on February 27th. So 
follow Johnny Appleseed on social media or head to their website to see their full itinerary of items that they have going on. But they always have great activities for families to hop into, even as we run through winter here. It's a great way to motivate folks to get outside, get into the sunshine if it's out there and connect with nature during these colder months. This next announcement, I just want to give a special shout out to my nephew, Owen. He's really into wrestling. And so I told him I would let him know when the next war wrestling event is. And so war wrestling has blood in, blood out February 19th at 7 p.m. at the Empowered Sports Center here in Lima. So I know wrestling is a big deal. And a lot of folks don't know that we have this opportunity for folks to enjoy some big time wrestling here locally. So check that out on the 19th. Sounds like Josh will be there with his nephew. So (laughs) he'll be getting his tickets. We also have a Lima Land Poetry Slam. So in the theme of our arts, as we've been talking about this episode, the Poetry Slam at the Vibe Coffee House, which is also located downtown, is February 11th. That's at 7 p.m. And also along that same line, we talked about the lab earlier, and they mentioned the Jasmine Gore EP release concert. That's February 26th, and tickets are still available, as we heard from Mark earlier. So go ahead and Grab those and enjoy an event at the lab. Yeah. And lastly, Shipshawana on the Road comes back to Lima. They're going to be at the fairgrounds on February 26th and 27th. So we just encourage you to once again, find something fun and healthy to do. Allen County has so many things to offer, even during these colder months. It might be a struggle for a lot of people out there. We're trapped inside, not seeing our friends and family. So if you have been struggling, there is local help. Please call the crisis line at 1-800-567-HOPE. That's 1-800-567-4673. Or you can text text 741741. So if you are struggling, reach out. And as we always say, we hope that you enjoy fun things to do here in Lima. We hope that you are staying healthy, being active, even though it is winter and having fun. Thank you all for joining us today. And next time we'll be sitting down with Dr. Jane Wood, Bluffton University president to discuss the exciting work happening at Bluffton University. Until then, we'll see you. Bye.